Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today we're going to talk about brain pain and how it relates to change. If the brain doesn't feel pain, it just simply won't make the change. Now, let's look inside the customer's brain for a second. And in there, you'll find something called the amygdala, right? It's what they call the reptilian brain. It's the oldest part of your brain. And that's the part of the brain that if you're approached by some type of predator, you will either have the fight or flight decision to make. Fight the predator or flight, run from the predator. That's what the system does. But I think there's also a third aspect of that that is not often discussed, and that is freeze. Yes, that's the third option. You can fight, you can flight, run, or you can simply freeze in your tracks. And mentally, I think a lot of customers in selling fall into that category where they just freeze up. Paralysis, they simply cannot make a buying decision. They're too afraid. Now, again, the reptilian system, our survival system, is all about conserving energy and protecting us. This is important, those two phrases. Conserving resources, energy, and protecting us. Obviously, by protecting us, the brain says, hey, something's approaching, you better run or you better hide. Now, on this other side, it's conserving resources because that's what the brain does. Hey, we need to conserve resources, not utilize it frivolously. We need to conserve resources. So your reptilian brain, your survival system is all about protecting you and conserving resources to survive. Now, when you take something away, let's say I take something away from you, your brain will respond. Your reptilian system will respond by saying, hey, that's mine. That belongs to me. That causes the brain some pain. When I take something that is yours, that causes the brain some pain. So again, the brain will look to always conserve and protect what it owns. So if I take something away from you, you, your brain, will move, will act to alleviate that pain. Let me say it slowly again, and I'm going to tie it back into selling. When I take something away from you, or it's perceived that I'm taking something away from you, that causes your brain some pain. And when your brain experiences that pain, it will have to move, decide, take action to alleviate that pain. Now that said, the change, any type of change causes the brain pain. Because in the, the brain always thinks this is gonna be too much work, too much effort. You're trying to sell me a new product I understand the price part, but you know, implementing that product or service may cost me a lot of pain because it's too much. So we fall into what is known as status quo bias. Yes, that's what your customers have, status quo bias, which means they don't want to make a decision. They rather stay with the status quo, keep things the same, and not make any change. Why? Well, one reason is buyer's regret. Now, this is different from buyer's remorse. It's often confused, but buyer's remorse is when somebody pressures you into buying something and then you have this remorse for making that decision. You've ever been pushed into buying something and then a couple of days later, if that, maybe a day later, you're like, why did I buy that? I didn't need that. I'm so mad, not only at myself, but the salesperson for selling me that. That's buyer's remorse. I wish I'd never bought that. Buyer's regret is when there's so many options available and you can't decide, so you decide not to decide. In other words, choosing wrong is better than not choosing at all. 
In other words, you rather not, let me say that again to make sure I got it right, choosing something wrong, again, the fear of choosing something that may not work for you is so painful that you rather not make a decision because that's less painful. That's buyer's regret. I rather not decide because if I do decide and it's wrong, that is going to cause me some pain. So I rather not decide. Now, that's how the brain thinks. Again, not deciding is better than making a decision and being wrong. But what if we can find a point where change right now is greater than the pain, but what if we can reverse that? What if we can make the pain of not changing greater than the change? Let me say it again. What if we can make the pain of not changing greater than the pain of staying the same? In other words, what we want to do is create enough pain in the customer's mind that they come to the conclusion, you know what, I know it's going to be a lot of work, but I need to make the change. In other words, is there an inflection point where the pain is that you're experiencing is going to be greater than change? Because if we can do that to a customer, if we can cause them enough brain pain, they will make the change. If we can't create that brain pain, they're not going to simply do it. So let me give you an example. And I don't have the resource or I guess the reference of this experiment, but I'm going to share it with you anyway. There was an energy efficiency company. And the goal of this energy efficiency company was to come to your house. And what they did is they reviewed your house. They did a walk through your house. They looked at the doors. They looked at the windows. They looked at your air conditioning unit, your heating unit, anywhere that you could potentially be losing energy. They would create a list. And then at the end of the walkthrough, they would present you with a list and say something like this, Mr. Customer, we've done a walkthrough to your, through your house. Here's a list of things that you need to do if you want to be more energy efficient. In other words, save money. Here's a list of things you should do. And they would present that to the customer. When they did this, when they pitched it that way, they only closed 15, 1-5, 15% of the deals. In other words, the majority of people's 85% says, eh, you know what, I'm good with the way things are. In other words, the pain of change, making all the changes, was greater than the pain of the status quo, staying the same. In other words, it was too much work, too much effort, too much perceived effort. That customer says, you know, I hear what you're saying. It's logical, the list that you're presenting to me, but, you know, not right now. You know, the pain of change is just too great, Right. So what this company then did in this experiment is that they tried to create more brain pain. And here's what they did. They changed something ever so slightly, and here are the results. But first, let me give you the example of what they did. They went through the house again, did the walkthrough, right? Created a list of all the things they need to change. Then they presented the customer again the list, a new set of customers. They presented them the list. And they said something like this, Mr. Customer, here's a list of all the places you need to actually fix in order to increase your efficiency, right? And again, the same pitch, but this time they added something different towards the end. Instead of just saying, what do you think? You know, they said something like this, Mr. Customer, and if you add up all these energy inefficiencies, that would be the equivalent of having a hole the size of a basketball in your wall. And Mr. Customer, if you had a hole that big, wouldn't you want to fix it? By using that approach, they went from 15% close rate to 61% close rate. Register that. They went from 15 to 61. Why? 
Well, let's walk through it. In the first scenario, they just presented the list and says, here are all the things you need to fix to be more energy efficient. Only close 15%. Presented the list again, but instead of just saying, hey, what do you think? You should do this. They said, if you add up all these energy inefficiencies, that would be the equivalent of having a hole the size of a basketball in your wall. And if you had a hole that big, wouldn't you want to fix it? Now, why do you think the customer decided to move? In other words, they went from 15% close rate to 61. Why did more customers decide to go forward? Well, the answer gets back to brain pain. What do you visualize, as you're listening to me right now, what do you visualize when you see a hole the size of a basketball in your wall? What do you think the customer visualized? Well, the customer probably visualized money going through that wall. They had all these dollar signs going through that hole in the wall, and that was enough. That visual was enough to create enough brain pain that, in other words, the customer was going to decide to go forward. The brain pain then became larger. In other words, there was enough pain to change that it overrode the need for the status quo. There was so much pain in watching money go through that hole that the customer says, we need to fix this. My question to you is, are you creating enough brain pain when you're talking to your customers? Are you building enough, let's say, you know, again, just that pain, that real dollar pain, not unquantifiable pain, quantifiable pain, where you can actually show the customer how much money they're losing or how much money they will lose by not using your product or service. In other words, if you're selling a service or a product, are you tying the features, the benefits, the advantages, the gains, are you tying that to how much they can increase their revenue? And if they don't do this, how much money they'll be losing? Are you tying it to how they can reduce their cost by using your product or service and how much money they would save? Again, this is all creating brain pain by letting them know how much money they can save, how much opportunity cost they're going to be able to save on. In other words, are you doing that during your presentation? If you're not quantifying your value, guess what? There's not going to be enough brain pain. So use visuals, use whatever you have to do to show the customer that by using your product or service, you can help them increase their revenue, reduce their costs, or expand their market share. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. And don't forget, I have a YouTube channel. So again, go to youtube.com slash sales influence. And I have a lot of courses on my website called Seminars on Selling. I talk about sales presentations, pricing, so forth. Great programs. Hope you'll check it out. And again, remember, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.